Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. I am realizing that it has been over two years, I guess, that we have been doing session because we went through pandemic. And I don't know if you have that experience, and then I hope that, that you might have, because that's one of the gifts of this practice, of this timeless practice. Like for me, when I come here, stay in, right, in this moment with all of you, it's like a, the, the time stop, because I meet you here in this place. I don't see you, I don't have another reference point. And then coming here and then, oh, it's like, a, I don't know which year we are. <laughs> you know, we don't know which, not which scene it is, so to speak. So that's one of the qualities of Zazen. For you can really drop in an instant to be counting the days or hoping to the end. It's just really moment by moment. So that's the invitation. I'm sorry I had to count the numbers. This is the fourth day. And, and the fourth day is we are more a little beyond of, of the half, half a day, half, half of, of session. You know, there are six full days. And, and then, so it's time. It's time for us to really, really let it go. Really, really to, to let it go. What is holding you back? What is telling you not to trust? We have enough. We have been three days, I would say two days, to really visiting our drama, or, or soap opera, or telenovela, in our minds, and be so identified with that. If you remember the talk of coaching, visiting the health in our own mind. And it's totally normal. We come from different routines, coming to Sashin, and then start seeing all this con- condition, all this karma coming into our face. And then, and then the practice is to realize that we have a choice to feed them to believe what we are experiencing inside, or to really be here, to really reality check if you're really awake. You see that this is, doesn't exist. It's illusion. It's the tremendous identification. And when you realize that you are here, fully present, it's huge freedom. 
and to find, like Akoshin said in his talk, this stability, this still point in your sasen. It doesn't matter what is happening, you still, you know, you see the light through. And Chodo, in his talk, mentioned the importance of the karma to acknowledge our conditioning, to acknowledge our, all the karma from many generations. So just we, we are here. We, we just show up in this life like I show up in Mexico. I didn't choose. I don't know, maybe, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't found that yet. But okay. So suddenly I speak. I grow up as a Spanish speaker. And you grow up, some of you, as an English speaker. That is our karma. Now you are here in New York. I am in San Diego. That's our karma. And it could be the good karma, it could be the bad karma. This is all this conditioning. And then to understand and to, to have the, the, the atonement. And also there are quite bad karma that the, the we are purifying, so to speak, cleaning not to pass to the next generations. My case, my karma growing as a, as a Mexican man, you know, toxic masculinity, to wake up to that and not to pass that toxicity to the next generation. That is what we are doing. And then the, the, the uh, Diane talking about trusting yourself, in this very moment, faith and belief. And this is what we need. This is the only thing. How much you can trust? How much is your faith in this mat and this pillow? Because the practice is so, so simple. So simple. Very simple. I remember somebody asking me when I was doing introduction to meditation course in San Diego, and, and he came several times and he said, so that's it, I had to do something else maybe after two years or three years of practicing, there is gonna be something more complicated. <laughs> and then I say, that's it, man, sorry. <laughs> That's it. But we want something more excited. That is our job, our job, our practice, to understand that there is nothing more excited than this precious moment that we have. And that is what we have. She needs just to remind, to remind us all the time, just to break that conditioning that this moment is not enough. So, um, for me, it's very beautiful to be with all of you after these two years and not having interaction, and then sometimes seeing you in Zoom. And 
and now coming to this machine and, and see the beautiful way how the Sangha practice is growing. Really. I don't know if we, you notice that we are getting better and better every service. I remember in the beginning when I came here, you know, three years ago, four years ago, maybe until the fig day, the bells that were quite synchronized or in harmony. Now in the second day, it was, wow, we are finding this connection. But also, it's so good, so great for the community, for the Dharma to have this ceremony that we call Shuso. That's so wonderful. And how this Sangha is growing uh, after, I don't know, more than, more than a decade that you started this community. That's what it takes. That's what the Dalai Lama say. If you want to check your practice, check every 10 years if you can improve. <laughs> so anyway, but it's this perseverance, it's this patience. The, 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 the Zazen is working on you, this practice is working on you, and, and we are very, uh, you know, fortunate to see the Shuso ceremony here. This, uh, it's a rite of passage. And also, it's going to open the door, open the gate for more Dharma to flourish. That we hope that we can do it, you know, more often. But there is already, you know, um, like, um, like a trail that we are building up as a community, as a Sangha. So today um, is the reflection that we had in Ango. And, and today, if we, you check your phone or your computer, I suppose you shouldn't, but just in case. And the reflection is say, it's about an old woman went to hear Master Hakuin gave a lecture. He said, your mind is the pure land, and your body is Amida Buddha, or Amitabha Buddha. When Amitabha Buddha appears, mountains, rivers, forests, forest, and fields all radiant a great light. If you want to understand, look into your heart. The old woman pondered, Hawkins wars day and night, walking and sleeping. One day, as she was washing a pot after breakfast, a great light flashed through her mind. Flashed through her mind. She dropped the pot and ran to tell Hawkins, Amida Buddha filled my whole body. Mountains, rivers, forests, and fields are all shining with light. How wonderful, she danced for joy. What are you talking about, Hakuin asked. Does the light shine up your asshole? <laughs> That's what I say. Does the light shine up your asshole? <laughs> Small as she was, she gave him a big push, saying, I can see you are not enlightened yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
they both burst out laughing. <laughs> so beautiful story. It's a quan, I guess. So, Amita Buddha, what is this Amita Buddha? Amitabha Buddha, or Amida Buddha. It's, the translation is immensurable light or infinity light. So Buddha is awakened one, awakened one to infinity light. And your mind is the pure land. What is that pure land? It's not heaven. It's not paradise. If we are awake, right now, right here, this is the pure land. It's where the Buddhas lives, where the Buddhas dwelt. When we are awake, we are in pure land. When we are in ignorance, maybe we are in the hell realm. So now this machine, we are creating this pure land. And, and here to understand is to really have different, different views or different perspectives of this. So this infinity life is to have the awareness of your everyday life. Really to shine out your life. Not to believe what you are thinking that what you are seeing, that you're perceiving is true. It's to draw this filter that doesn't allow us to see that we are not separated from this life. So, she's giving the, the encouragement to this old woman, and she practiced, like all of us. How many times I have heard right now, right here, just this. Thousands of times. One of the, of the teachers of my former teacher. Right now, right here, just this. And another teacher, she told me, just show up. Show up for your life. Embrace your life. Don't run away. Don't try to make the, don't try to think that the next moment is better. That you, that you need better conditions to wake up. That is the best conditions I can see to wake up. Are you worried about cooking for this week? No. Just for a week, we are really diving into the core of our practice to understand this right here, right now, just this. And the old woman, what she was doing, that is so key. She was not sitting in Sasan. She was not in Ascendo, on the cushion. Even she was not in the top of a mountain. She was just washing a pot 
after breakfast. But she was really practicing. She was really concentrated, because that is the point, to concentrate. We are not doing transcendental meditation. We are really right here, concentration, counting your breath, or whatever you are holding, if you are practicing one, just here. Be one with the method. So she was really present, washing the pot after breakfast, and a great light flashed through her mind. What is that great light? So if you are thinking this great light, it's going to be like a really shine on light and maybe seeing sacred geometry, like a having a magic mushroom strip. <laughs> you are wrong. You are in the wrong path. That is not. If you have some kind of idea what this great light is, don't get into the words. You can see more than that. So what is this great light flashing through her mind? How you really see See the blackness of the coffee when you serve yourself? Are you really seeing the fractals of the broccoli or the cauliflower? Are you really see smelling the sweet potato quesadillas? I think it was yesterday or this before. Are you really be present there? And also how you be aware how you move and the dining hall, that you are not cutting through the orange juice <laughs> line. <laughs> we are not in the south way. So will you be aware of that, of the relationship with the other? Have you seen the connection with the ching, chong, bong? Because this is what we try to do in the rituals, to see this harmony, this oneness. In the beginning, it's like, a, okay, oh, gonna do it, okay. I had to bow. You're surrounded, surrounded, surrounded. Be, become one with the whole community. That is the great light. But what, what our minds say, what the cells say, no, it's not enough. It's too simple. It has to be something more entertaining. And then, and then the, the, the interesting part here is that she woke up, this old woman, 
and come to ask for the approval of the teacher. And the teacher, yes, I approve in a very interesting way. <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? Does the light shine on your asshole? Twisted. But the twist is not to get attached to it, not make it special about this practice. Sometimes I say, don't, don't make a t-shirt, I am enlightened. <laughs> Nothing special, Charlo Yokovey used to say, or she says, Nothing special. And there is a quan, the ordinary mind is the, the Buddha, the Buddha mind. Everyday life. Just the thing, we are awake or we are not. That's the thing. That's the, the difference. So, so Hakuin telling, don't get attached. It's no big deal. You got it. And she got it because she said, you know, as small as she was, she gave him a big push. Boom. I can see that you are not enlightened yet, and both they laughing. That was the transmission, the laughing. Basically, she was saying, you are enlightened. But the, so here is, here is the question for you. What happens if you are enlightened? You are, you are going to stop working? <laughs> You, start, you are going to stop paying your taxes? <laughs> so just to end with, uh, like what Suzuki Roshi, there is a story, an anecdote, that there was this student clinging to get enlightened, and all the time question, questioning him. And then he said, be careful. Because maybe you won't like it. So I encourage you for this day. It's almost like a like a store. You know, have you seen designs when a store is gonna close? You know, they they're gonna close the business. And then say a big sign, everything must go. <laughs> so in that way, this year, this, this, year <laughs> this day, is this kind of attitude. Everything must go. Every single identification that you have, this idea about yourself has to go. You have already three days dwelling with that. Just put in stickers and stickers and stickers and stickers. Get it free. Get out. Let go everything. Everything. And close the store. And also to remember that you are not the owner.
Thank you.